This is the Goat Podcast, episode 68. Um, free agency just started. We already had some shakeups. Um, so far, one of my big winners of the offseason would have to be the Timberwolves. Even though I think the Bulls won that trade, um, they done a lot of nice things. Um, they, they got Butler. Um, I meant, like, now I do think they won the trade, the Bulls, um, but the Wolves are looking good right now at this moment. Um, on paper, they got Butler, Wiggins, and Towns, who are going to be your basically your three stars. Um, but then you throw in a guy like... Um, who signed on and then you throw in a guy like Todd Gibson um, that's your starting five or could be your starting five potentially I'm sure it is the starting five uh, I mean that I mean that's how I would roll with it the starting five um, but that's your starting five so your starting five is good um, I think Tyus Jones if he, he is your backup off the bench point guard wise I think he's very serviceable um, I actually think he can uh, show out off the bench, um, so that gives you that guy, um, it gives you that guy who plays power forward, um, um, the, he's kind of a shooter, he can shoot, he's, uh, Bella B, I don't know his name, B, J, I, something, or whatever, I know, I know his game, because I play, I play with him on 2K, and I've watched him play, um, and I watched him overseas, highlights and stuff. Um, he's a very talented um, spread the floor four slash five um, so th- that'll help him uh, I guess Gorgie Jang's still there uh, so that's a big player that'll be a big rotation guy um, and then I'm not sure exactly what all else they have off the bench I'd have to check a roster to see who else they kept and who else is free agents um, but with that said um, it's really good. They they really made some moves and they um, they know what they're doing. Um, so the Wolves so far have won the off season free agency and everything. I mean by signing Teague and Gibson um, to go along with your core, they've won the free agency so far. They've done a solid job. Um, Houston signing Chris Paul. Now, well signing trade. Um, I can't say I'm a big fan of this, and my reasoning is this. Okay, D'Antoni always um, was really good with, like, Steve Nash. Now, I believe if Chris Paul would have played with D'Antoni without having Harden, I believe they could have made some magic together. I I believe that they could have created something special. Um, But, with that said, I I think if you're trying to put them both, together with Harden who showed that when he has the ball he can be explosive like he, he's a solid player without it um, but his game went up another level when he was the point guard running that offense um, to me you can't have Chris Paul just playing off the um, you can't just have Chris Paul playing off the ball I mean he's a point guard um, that's not going to be a strong suit as playing off the ball necessarily. 
Um, obviously, you got to give them. You got to give them off the ball some, but I just don't believe you have to. If you let him get off the ball a lot, then it's going to create problems. Um, Harden's not that slasher, so I don't think like Paul will get a lot of assists to Harden, and Harden won't get a lot of Paul assist to Paul. Um, so that means you're passing to three guys in the middle. Um, so, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um, it could go either way as far as what it ends up being. I don't think it's an awful move, and I don't think they're done. Um, but I just don't think it's as big as Vegas is making it and other people as far as improving their odds on winning the championship or getting to the championship or whatever. I think winning the championship. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't believe it changes the odds that much, especially when you play in the conference with the Warriors. Um, honestly, I believe if the Wolves grow, they probably have a pretty good shot to uh, make some noise. Um, I'm actually pretty excited about the Pelicans this year. I think Drew coming back. Um, obviously, he was there for most of the year last year, half the year at least, or ever how much he was. But he he, he was at an all-star level before. So if he, if he can get back to that without the injuries, without, you know, the problems and everything, um, he gets back to an all-star level. You combine him with two all-star centers. Um, slash power forwards, whatever. You play a 4-5, or five, they're going to play both bigs, um, which will be really impressive because they're versatile bigs who can guard who can guard smalls if they accidentally get switched on because of their athleticism and guys who can shoot threes. So, uh, the only thing they need to do is add a few pieces here and there. Uh, I think they got a steal in Frank Jackson. Um, so just talking about the West, that's kind of what you're working with. Though. I think we're going to have a surpri- surprise team. Uh, the Jazz got a great guy in Rubio who I, I would have actually took. I would have kept Rubio over Sinatique, and Teague um, if I'm the Wolves, um, especially for offense um, that you want to get passes and open and everything. So uh, I would have kept Rubio, but you got it. The Jazz got him, so the Jazz got a real steal there. Um, I think he's actually a little bit of upgrade over George Hill. Um, that's just a personal opinion. Uh, the only bad thing is, if you lose Hayward, that's a pretty big piece that you're losing um, to a team that was actually a really good team last year. Um, but I think Rubio can make Gobert look really good offensively. Uh, not necessarily make him look good offensively, but um, score. He could be more of a score offensively by getting open passes. Um, favors, I think it'll actually help favors as well, um, and then whatever else they may or may not add. Um, losing Hayward's kind of a big deal, but uh, we'll we'll see where they go. The Jazz could be a team that falls out. Uh, the Clippers, another team that could fall out of. You know, they used to be this good. Um, and playoff premium playoff contenders, uh, they lose Paul. Um, the only thing, if they keep Jordan and then they keep Griffin, like they re-sign Griffin, um, which I which I don't think is a problem. I think that's kind of what you had to do. Because um, Griffin, if healthy, uh, I think he's a little underrated in uh, most people's eyes. I think he, he's a solid player if he's healthy. So, And he could be a star. Um, and I think he could do a little bit of do-it-all power forward. Uh, maybe KG-ish. 
Um, obviously, they got a little bit of different games. Um, so, I, I think they can, he can be that. Um, now, who's going to be the point guard for the Clippers? Are they going to just let Austin Rivers give it a shot? Um, apparently, Blake Griffin wasn't too worried about Austin Rivers, you know, the trade there, because uh, he re-signed. So, apparently him and Austin Rivers don't have beef like a lot of people might think. Because um, he is hard on Austin Rivers, but um, Austin Rivers, they act like has a lot of leeway and all this. But you re-sign one of your top guys in um, Griffin. And so, I think that kind of speaks a lot to, I think Chris Paul just wanted out to go to a different situation and see what he could do. Um I mean, right now, this is all Western Conference talk. We'll get to the East a little bit. Um, the Western Conference is what really made moves. Um, and we haven't even talked about the big one yet, but we'll get to that. Um, so the Clippers, I think they're working with – I think what they're working with is pretty good. And I think if Austin Rivers does start, um, I really believe his potential as a starter after he's matured, I think he can do pretty well. Um there's two areas that he needs to focus on. Um, he's, a, he's a decent defender. Um, he's a decent, you know, he's a really good ball handler. Um, so maybe three spots. One of them is finishing at the rim. Now, if he can get some floaters, if he can be Steph Curryish near the rim, and I'm saying that like just go into the gym and practice getting hit and throwing up floaters practice getting in the lane and floaters don't go so hard uh practice floaters practice getting fouled floaters practice um, congestion in the lane if you even if you have to have pads there to hit you as you're trying to finish um, and float balls in that that to me is the biggest thing if he can get that added to part of his game um just get finishing down and in the paint mostly. Um, I think it'll be a good look for him and the team. Um, now, it, this is if he starts. I don't know if he will or not, but I think he is capable of it. Um, but he's ha- he, he does have to work on his game. Um, Three-point shooting, that's something that he's got to work on as well. Um, I don't think that's as big a deal as finishing in the paint because he's got an okay three-point shooter. It's ugly, but um, it'll go in probably what? 27, 28, uh, maybe even 30%. I think he can improve on that. But I think his in-the-paint finishes and stuff um, is is something he has to work on. Um, Trying to think. The last one, oh, the passing game. Now, he's not going to be Chris Paul in the passing. But as long as he don't turn it over, he, he should be okay. Um, as long as he, he don't have to make always crisp pass, but as long as he makes a decent pass, obviously there's going to be turnovers. Guys turn it over all the time. That's just, that's how it is. I mean, that's, um, that's the, that's the reality of being a point guard or being a guy who dribbles a lot. You're going to end up, that's what you're going to end up doing. You're going to end up making some turnovers. You can't just be a turnover-free point guard. Um, 
But you don't also have to make these terrible, awful passes. And, you know, so I I, I just want to hit on that. I, I think the Clippers have a chance to still be just as good. I know Chris Paul's a difference maker, but I don't believe – I believe Rivers can actually – I believe he can surprise this year. I believe he can go for 15-7 and 5 if he starts. Um, I don't know if he will actually start, though. Um, but next up, we should go with the big move. Um, I may get to the East today. This may just be in the Western Conference talk. But uh, OKC got Paul George for nothing. Uh, the Celtics really messed up. It is terrible. The Celtics made a horrible mistake. Um, well, it wasn't just the Celtics who made the mistake. Actually, the Celtics probably didn't make the mistake because you're only going to get George for a year. But I'll get to the Celtics in a second, the reason why they made a mistake. But Indiana made the horrible mistake. You had the Celtics everything. They threw, I think it was three picks. It was either two or three first-round picks and a um, Jay Crowder and one more player, I think either a starter or a good player, probably Jalen Brown, but it could have been anybody. And you you let that go for what you got. You got Olin Depot and some bonus. And now, I don't hate on you for getting some bonus or Olin Depot because that's not awful. Um, but you could have got so much more. And Olin Depot is just a solid player. I don't think he's ever going to be a star. Um, but he's definitely a solid player. And I don't think... Um, Sabonis, I don't know if he'll ever be a star either. But he, he, he's got great qualities um, to his game. So he's actually got something you can work with. Um, but so, OKC and Westbrook. Now, I, I don't think it really tr- changes anything drastically. Um, but I think you do all right. I think you actually got a pretty good lineup. I mean, you got, what, Westbrook, probably Roberson, um, George. Um, so you, you got star power, and it's going to look good on paper, but does it actually change anything in the West? I don't really think so. I believe they still finish. i say they finish fifth or sixth out West, um, and then they probably still don't get out of the first round. And if they do, they won't get out of the second one. Um they're both good players, but I don't think it changes the story out west. Um, obviously, they'll move up a little bit because some teams are going to take a step back. Um, I believe one of the biggest losers, though, was probably um, the Spurs. I They tried to trade Aldridge from rumors. didn't happen, and um, they didn't make a lot of moves. Um, they, didn't get any, they didn't sign any big name um, to go along so far. Um, they've had a little conversation with George Hill, but I don't think that's going to go through. They re-signed Patty Mills. So, um, they're going to be just as consistent, I'd say, and they'll make the playoffs, unless barring injuries. Um, but the biggest thing is they could have made a big splash as far as if you would have had Chris Paul with Leonard and maybe even kept Aldridge and maybe signed Gasol for a little bit and um, you had Danny Green, Like I, I believe you could have made that work. Um, it would have been a similar situation to what the Clippers were working with as far as the talent is. Um, but the big main difference um, would have been 
that you had another star like Kawhi who could create as well. So, um, I think I think that's one thing. Uh, the Spurs kind of made the loss. OKC made the biggest splash though because they didn't give up anything for them. So really, it's a it was a win for OKC, but I don't know if it actually does anything for them record wise or makes them that much better. Um, now we'll go into the East. I just want to say this: like, there's not much to say. Um, that's one reason why I haven't even hit on the East. Um, I think the Bulls got something for the future. That's about it. Um, one team I'm going to talk about last. Um, they they nailed it. They've nailed everything. Um, but first, I want to say the Cavs made. The Cavs didn't make a mistake um, because it just didn't happen for them. They didn't get what they needed. But uh, the thing with the Cavs is um, they needed to improve. They needed to get somebody other than Love who could play defense a little better. Um, I'd say they'll keep working, but I don't know now if they'll be able to get anything. Um, so if they have the same old team, they'll go in with the same old team, and they'll still have a chance to get to the um, finals. But do they have a chance to win it? I'd say I don't think they have a chance to win it, but um, they probably still have a chance to get there. Um, the Celtics didn't improve much, but they did add a great player and Tatum through the draft. I really think Tatum could be a solid player, uh, especially if he gets that three down. Um, I believe he can get buckets and he'll he'll improve their team. Um, but I feel like you had too many small forwards when you're working with right now. Um, but the Celtics now onto the Celtics, who they just didn't make enough moves. I mean, you build all these assets, and I, I mean, I, I guess my thinking is, I, I guess try to build through your assets but if you're not uh, I mean you try to build through your assets and I understand that so you, you try to build through your draft picks that you have and you try to draft well um, but Danny Ainge that's not your strong suit um, we've seen some failures over the years with all your picks um, so I, I, I would have made a big trade and they couldn't get it done. Butler seems like it would have been the trade to make. They didn't go with it. So that's, I mean, that's tough for the Celtics. I believe they kind of ruined the chance to put themselves, especially even Przingis was probably, I'd say Przingis was really in play. Like I would have got all my picks together and probably went and got Przingis and then see if you get out Hayward. Because if you miss out on Hayward, then you didn't get any better. You didn't get anything accomplished. Um, Hayward could go to the Heat, which would make them um, back into contenders again. Um, so the big team, though, that had the best offseason and might have had the best year ever, uh, or best offseason, not ever, but had one of the best offseasons you can get, um, and you never know what they could still add and everything. I would have liked them to add one more piece in Kevin Love, they said. Um, but the Philadelphia 76ers absolutely nailed the draft. Um, I, I think they've got they've got a core, though. The process, you always talk about trust the process. Um, but they added J.J. Reddick to that, a three-point specialist, a guy off pick and rolls, a guy who will... 
Um, I think impress with what his his skills are and what he can do. Um, so yeah, I, I believe they nailed it. Um, now the question's going to end up being um, for me. Can they stay healthy? Because Simmons hadn't played with them. Simmons hadn't played with them, so can they stay healthy with Simmons um, and Embiid? They both got to stay healthy. Um, and then you're looking at Fultz and um, so and Sark's good. Uh, but yeah, it should be good. Uh, check out that's all I got for it. That's the East. Check out baller1515.com. And I got more than just sports. So uh, check it out. It'll be pretty good.